What's up, everybody? Welcome to Western Bros Podcast. Today we're doing uh, Star Wars. Uh, I'm Andrew Schultz. I'm here with my man Jack, my man Marco, and my man Haney. And uh, the three of us, three of us just went to the iPick Theater off of Marco's suggestion. Marco, you want to break down what iPick is? So iPick is a reservation theater. You book your tickets in advance. You have an assigned seat. And the way the seating structure is, is they have regular seats in front, uh, which are kind of like your more traditional movie seats, but they also have people that will serve you. And in the back, they have the premium seats, mm-hmm. obviously what Westworld went for here. Mm. Uh, Economy and of first class. Basically these two-person pods, mm. as I like to call them, mm. with a nice little table in the middle, a call button on that table for any service that you might need, and two reclining chairs that fully extend back. Fully extend back. With a nice, thick but not too thick fleece blanket yep. and a pillow. And a p- pillow, that yeah. at maximum... Leverage going backwards. If you prop it up behind your head, you get just the right head tilt to the screen, which is huge. Which is huge. You would imagine if you leaned all the way back, your head would come up a little, or it wouldn't. So now you get the pillow, you get the pushes pillow your head up, and you can watch the, the movie screen right? perfectly. They thought everything. How and much? They have a full menu. Oh, full menu. And full menu. Let me just uh, let me just say, what time did we go see the movie today? Eleven thirty. Eleven thirty. Now, one would think maybe there's just one menu for the whole day. Oh, contraire. There's a breakfast menu. <laughs> There's a breakfast menu. I had a beautiful breakfast quesadilla, scrambled eggs, breakfast guacamole. Breakfast ended at 1130, but they let you pre-order. Why did they do that? Because we had the supreme ticket. We did have the premium what we, The premium. We they the premium asked ticket. me. The guy asked me. He goes, uh, Oh, he what goes, seats are you in? He goes, yeah. he, he, Mexican, he goes, What kind of ticket do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I go, What do you mean? It depending what kind of ticket you have, if you can get the breakfast. And then I go, <laughs> and then I, I text you. I go, What do you have? I go, Do we have the premium? And then Margaret just goes, Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. So we hit up that breakfast, coffee, all that shit. $29 a ticket. Worth it, in my wait, opinion. Wait, premium, first class, $29. First class, 29 We don't even know what economy is. Ugh. So, all right. I thought it was like 60 ahead. Wait. No, 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 no. It's 29 ticket, but then you no, order great. some food. food. Full sure, bar. Sure, sure. Free Listen. popcorn. Full bar. They for, oh, that's right. Free popcorn. I did see the, that, that drink menu looked extensive. Oh, oh there's a full bar. Like they have delicious tequilas okay. at the iPix. Okay. And I was like, damn, this this really is no joke. Great margaritas. I'm Where sure if any of you guys yeah. were going to order it. I, I, it was a, a little early to cocktail. order a, a premium cocktail. I was yeah. thinking of getting something in the coffee, but I wanted to be focused for what we were talking about today. I should point out, we went, uh, Alex, uh, it was Alex who does our audio visual, Alex Media on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you check him. It was Marco and Haney and myself went. Jack did not go. For multiple Jack reasons. Jack wasn't even ago. actually invited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he also wasn't awake. <laughs> but he would. He didn't, he didn't want to go. Jack said it's hard to watch himself uh, in the movie. Obviously, if you guys have seen Star Wars, know that Jack is like the second in command bad guy for the um, for the oh, for the Empire. General Hux. General yeah, Hux. General Hux. <laughs> <laughs> there could not be a more stark resemblance between two fucking people, dude. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, I feel. I almost feel like you dye your hair a little bit more brown so that you don't look so much like this guy. This it's is, shocking. This, this is incognito. This Yo. is rather ironic because when General Hux hit the screen, Alex goes to me. And he looks like Andrew. There's no. Oh way. shit, son! He texted Alex. me. But Uh-oh. you think it looks Alex more? Fam, fam, get, get Hux up son, on the screen. The two, We're gonna put our faces <laughs> next to the TV, and we gotta decide I think who it Alex, is. I think Alex had an all white guys look alike moment. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is. Uh, son, you gotta get son, dude, it's, it's cool. Jack, son. My man <laughs> looks just knows. like Jack. They got the same hairstyle, everything. Uh, Hold on, nose. Look at. Look at that. That's Dude. a great one. We could hey, we, we could need... zoom that up 
And you, Jack, you got to do the image. And if you guys want to watch this, fam, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Yo, that hand Who? It's not even close. It's not even close. It's it looks like Jack. It kind of. Yo, you're blind, B. I'm starting to think you're blind. How does that look like me? I got to get the sideburns going. The sideburns game better, is better picks. You, first of all, Jack is more ginge than I am. I'm no ginge. I got a hint to Jack. He's got blue eyes. Jack has blue Andrew's eyes. so mad because he's so anti-ginge. I'm a little anti-ginge. I'm sorry. Would I'm you a... classify me as ginge? No. I, listen, I do my best to I'm avoid it. I'm fringe ginge? I ignore it. You're fringe ginge. I'm a fringer. fringe ginge Jack in the motherfucking building. Listen, depending on how the sun hits you, it can go either way. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I'll take it all. All we're saying is keep shaving your beard. Don't let it grow out too much. You can see the ginge coming through. Anyway, so we go to this eye pick. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, Yo, where is the real eye quick? Pick? So yeah. Fulton Street, down by South Street oh, Seaport. Yeah. Beautiful down there. Oh, nice. Not this time of year, but beautiful. But uh, even this time of year. Yeah, you talk about how the pods are set up. <laughs> yeah. So it's two recliners and a table in the middle with the call button. I mean, two like, piece. I'm like a two wall. Two so like people you can't, actually can't see the person. You can't next see to you. the people next to you. No, you're no. enclosed in this, so it feels like a yeah. personal movie experience with an excellently placed cup holder in oh. the wall that drops down. Did you catch that? No. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I, I, hold on. Because I, I think me and Alex fucked this all up, right? Because I showed yeah. Sean. I was on. like, yo, press the wall. Press the wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> press the wall. Oh, and so the thing great. drops down and he's like, oh, it was shit. Because I, I had my cup on the table yeah, yeah. and I'm like, you know what's wrong with this is I got to reach too far for the table. And all of a sudden, Marco just go, hey, watch this. Immediately. <laughs> 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 it just goes, cup holder. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. It's like he sensed what was bothering me. <laughs> we had everything. First of all, when you, first of all, when you don't pay for popcorn, you disrespect it. Oh, you the popcorn a, was on the you, table. You get a Marco, Marco flicked it out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking smacked it. He turned out like a Ric Flair moment. He just goes, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> We were trying to turn the table, the menu was away, and I just like hit just the, get the fuck out of here. Free popcorn. Knocked over. So I have a question for you. <laughs> This may sound dumb, and I'm really going to regret this answer. I'm to give it. Oh, boy, here we go. Did the back of your chair, yeah. does that go back? Did Like, do you go back? Yeah. Son, did you not go back on did the you not hit the button on the wall? Son, Were you I an economy? the button on the wall, and the legs came up. Yeah. And then the back. And, and then, then the back it. comes back. And then you put Yo, the Yo, you were in coach. Yo, like this much. You get fully high. You're going to get fully back and watch a movie. I don't understand. Not like fully back, but it was just like it was almost just. You like, go Hannibal Lecter. You go forty-five degrees. Bro. It was, remember, it was, it was like the, it was not even the amount that a plane chair goes back. That's factually no, 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 incorrect. No, 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 no. You're acting that's crazy. Ridiculous. You're acting crazy right now. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I can. That's that's no, a wild that's, statement. That's, no. that's a wild statement. The same button did both the legs and the back. No. Yeah, you yeah. press the button, it just keeps on going. Just you got to hold it there for a while. Yeah, it keeps. It. I have a feeling you only got twenty dollars worth of your ticket. Seriously, yeah. I have a feeling. Yeah, that, I have a feeling you pressed the you wrong button. Wayne wasn't it. sure he could eat the free popcorn. He left it on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I bodied the free popcorn. <laughs> I saw Alex didn't eat his. I almost bodied his. <laughs> Oh, I knocked over my free popcorn and went right to Schultz's and just grabbed Yo, it. I will say, I will. I didn't care because you know I had a fruit plate. Yep. I had a beautiful little fruit cup. Oh, was, I had my quesadilla. Which was perfect. It was a great. Food. It was lovely. And listen, I'm one of these guys. I don't like eating in the dark. Uh -huh. Yeah, you know that stupid like restaurant where they make you eat in the dark. I like seeing my food. I want to know if it's going to drip on me. Like there's yeah. a, a whole lot of things that are going on. I didn't mind it. No, I did not mind it. I felt completely comfortable consuming food because it's also not your eat? shit. Right, it's not your blanket. If you st if I drop fucking salsa all over me, not my blanket, I'm tossing to the side. This <laughs> guy, I I fucked up and didn't realize the blanket is also a bib. Oh, it's a bib. What? Come on. I did. It. I was. I put the blanket right here. 
I didn't realize you used the blanket yeah. to stop, and you just wipe your fingers I on was it. Blow like, my nose in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Were you in full recline mode what? eating? I did it. I left it right here. I was in full recline mode, and I left it to the fucking side of me, and I was worried I was gonna get a little orange on it or a little raspberry. Uh, I hate I those think, popcorn I fingers. Think brown like, for a reason, bro. Dude, like, I, <laughs> exactly. Oh god. It was a great experience. So I pick. Positive. I pick. I, there's no other way to go. And also, we were I saying- I will say that. The other yeah. theaters where the seats recline, like one we saw it. Yeah. I, I, I thought those chairs were- Better? Comparable, if not better. No, no, no. no the no. chairs. Mm-hmm. But now the pod, so the pod wall thing is is interesting, right? Mm-hmm. So you feel like you're feel like you kind of secluded off, right? It's like the Emirates yeah. first you class. You feel like you have like, some exactly privacy. Exactly that, yeah. You feel like you have some privacy. So if you're there with one other person, that was actually really cool. Right, say it. Mark. But can you talk to your boy? Like if you're sitting next to someone, yeah. So, I, but, so, so the pod setup was Marco and Andrew in one pod, Alex and I in another pod. Yeah. Right? Okay. So I could talk to Alex pretty easily, and you'd feel like you were kind of like had privacy. Right? Uh-huh. But what you, you guys every talk now about? and then? <laughs> <Did> you, guys, <laughs> you guys talk about some good stuff. <laughs> oh no! Every once in a while, I pull the Wilson from Home Improvement. I just <laughs> pop my head over. <laughs> every now and then. So like all of us had seen the movie before, except Andrew. Yo, I was so hyped. we knew some parts that. Kind of like, uh, ins- uh, yeah. you know, yeah. inside a reaction. Yeah. yeah. Like Kylo Ren's pecs. <laughs> yeah, Holy right. shit. We'll get there. We'll get there. I had Sometimes my Jason Momoa moment with him. <laughs> Dude, I just I hear like, which team am I on? <laughs> I just hear Angel of the Wall make a reaction. And then, you know when you kind of want to go look at your friend's face? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm look- I just look at a wall. <laughs> right? That is and an then, issue. But one time Angel popped up and just goes, Hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I just say hot. I popped up. I go body. <laughs> yeah. Yo, how many pods per theater? How, how big is the theater? I was trying to do the math. I I imagine the ticket is twice as expensive, so they do half the amount of seats. Probably. Does that sound mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Big theater. I thought it was going to be small, intimate. Same size as if you go to like the one on Union Square, like the really, yeah, yeah, big. Almost, I wouldn't say IMAX size, but but big, big, big like good a sound, Times Square. Good quality, everything. sound was everything. Great. They just limit the amount of seats. I will agree with you if you want like a collaborative movie. If experience you're going where with you the want to large balls, group, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. not like, the move. Like, but not, if you're we wouldn't have been able to see one? it at the theater because we wouldn't have been making all the. See, jokes. I like it's like it's like you're you're playing two on two basketball, right? Like you pick the team, and now yeah. you're <laughs> in that pod with that guy in your foxhole, and now you're in going the foxhole. So so here's the rough thing: if you buy one ticket, can you get potted with a stranger? Probably. I'm not doing that. Is there a dating opportunity? Yeah, you got to watch like, out for that. Oh, and, and online, like, just Potting, meet somebody? You meet someone at the pod? I pick. That's one of your hobbies. I like movies. So that's the thing. You get set up blind date. You don't know who it is. They, they match you up in a pod. Yeah. That's our second dating app. We have a breakup app. <laughs> we have Ditch. We have Ditch. And then we have... I gonna, which yeah, yeah, Alex yeah. is going to blurt out on the <laughs> podcast. <when> we <laughs> no, 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 no. We got to let the people know. We it. <laughs> um, okay, this is an interesting idea. Now, if we already have a girl... Great I think spot. it's a great, great spot. Great, yeah. and we, Mark and I were talking about this. Marco, say that. Say what you were saying. Because when you go, she's and you're going to a movie, right? Which you yep. both want to see, hopefully, and you get to see the movie. But yep. you're also making her feel special. It's and, an experience. And you're getting dinner. Experience. You're yeah. getting drinks. You're yeah. getting everything in one. And yep. she feels like she's getting the full package. Yep. And you're seeing the movie. And you don't have to talk to her. And I promise and for you, less, for less <laughs> than that's, everything that's would be normal. Best date yeah. ever. For, and no, Jack has a good point. Less than everything less would be normal. Less than dinner, like a normal well, dinner would be. Yeah, you know nice. how much my eggs and all that things are? I got a bunch of things. Was it yeah. good? 22 bucks. Yeah. Good? Excellent. Excellent. Mm. So, so, but here's the thing. It's, you're, it's just a fucking movie date, but it's not. Because this is the only place that they'll do it. And a lot of girls probably haven't even been to this iPick. Mm. Yeah. I would imagine it's more kind of like movie 
buffs that are going to this. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine so too. Right? Because you can actually uh, sign up for like year long plans, like to be like a gold member. It's like thirty dollars a year, and you get like breakfast all to, day. Yeah, breakfast all day. That'd maybe. be hot. Right? Are you a gold member? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, who shit. was the uh, who was the player on the Sixers that was injured for most of the time, and then he got he just got traded? Uh, Joel uh, Okafor. Yeah, I saw him last night. Yeah, yeah. You know, used to come from Philly to this IPIC no. just because he wasn't doing anything. He was injured. He wasn't yeah. traveling with the team. I mean, yeah. he was to a, this one on Fulton Street. Yeah, yeah. Okafor. He just wasn't loved. playing. Yeah, he was. He was. You know, DMP coach's decision. Yeah. No, but Okafor was wasn't he hurt for a while? Nah, nah he was just getting DUIs. Or maybe, but I remember reading an article where, <laughs> like, whatever, on the Okafor way to the, on the way back, from the dude. That's why he was getting the DUIs. He was driving like a buck fifty on the highway just to see I pick. Yeah, that's how good I pick is. You throw away your NBA career for this shit. Philadelphia doesn't have an I pick. I guess not, because Okafor was coming up to New York, or maybe he was training. I don't know, but Okafor was in the Fulton Street I pick a lot. I respect it. Wow, I remember reading this article a while ago. You saw him last night. Yeah, on the Nets, right? Yeah, he played a little bit. No, they're like, giving him. They're giving like, him minutes. He I had thought. like thirteen points, Not twelve minutes. Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's start talking about fucking Star Wars. I mean, and first of all, I just want to point out, IPIC is not sponsored this podcast. But they should. Yet. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we got some cool ideas. I always like speaking our ideas on, uh, you know, that we talk about behind the scenes on a podcast because I think it holds us accountable. It's like let's make it happen. But I, you know, I was talking to the guys about this yesterday, and I think it'd be so cool if we um, host a premiere. You know, we could do it for a TV show, we could do it for a film, but we basically rent out a theater, have you guys that listen to podcasts come watch the movie with us, and then we do a live podcast right afterwards. Yeah. I love the idea of doing like a special iPick screening of something like that. Maybe we could get them involved and then get you all who listen free tickets to come see an iPick screening with yes. us. Maybe yeah. we could do the pod after. But I think there's some cool collaborative things that we could do, especially with shows that everybody's really into. I think Marco was Marco Haney said, or maybe it was Alex said something about maybe just even watching it at a bar. Yeah. But a bar well, yeah. of our choice, or maybe it was you who said it, but like a bar of our choice, we have a nice big screen, and then we just get this. It's got to be the right show. It's got to be a Game of Thrones yeah. or like a weekly, et cetera. But, um, I said it. I'll take the credit. Okay, Marco, you or said like it. a finale. <laughs> like if we're, doing, if we're doing like uh, uh, Westworld, the yeah. finale of Westworld, we host at a thing See, and do it with the- What I would love, what I'd love is to do like the weekly at just a regular bar and then finale do a theater. Mm-hmm. You know, like blow, yeah. Out yeah, the, yeah. Uh, blow out the thing. But that's Try what we want to do with you guys who listen. So. Logistically, we have no idea how to make that happen right now. Right. So if you're listening table. and you got hookups at a bar, you got hookups at a movie theater company, you got hookups at any of these different types of things, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'm not on Twitter. I am on Instagram. Slide in the DMs. And then let's talk business and make this shit happen. You know, we need, everybody needs help to make their uh, dreams come true. So help ours come true. All right, let's start this shit. Uh, so we first impression, you were the, this is the first time you saw it exactly, right now. Yeah. So I want to get that. Fresh. I'm also the least Star Wars fan okay, of all of us. Fair. Not that I don't like it. I just, I, I don't, I have to ask you seen all certain right. things. I've seen everything. Okay. Um, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I was hyped. There was, I had multiple audible reactions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like there was multiple, yo, what? Visually amazing. Incredible. Yo, Spawn. shout out to Ryan Johnson. Killed the. Killed it. He's the director. So there's one scene in it for everybody watching. I leaned over to talk to Marco about it because I just need to express this. When they're in the casino, and I'm sure you probably picked up on this, uh, Jack, there's one shot. The opening The opening the shot of the casino. And what it is is a camera going through the casino. And what's very important to note, there are tables that they're playing games on, and it's going through the table, yeah. going over the tables. Mm-hmm. So the logistics of that shot are tricky because you can't put it on a track on the ground. Right. It's either a drone shot, which I doubt you're going to fly that stable, or they track the fucking ceiling. With the camera. Is that what they do for a shot like that? Probably. Uh, I'd have to look at the shot again, but 
It's so, like the yeah. NFL with the, the cameras on the yeah the lines. Yeah, the cord. Uh, so you're getting an above shot going yeah. right through the because it was just so cool. I mean, besides all the special effects and all that kind of stuff, I, I fucking loved it. I thought that they gave us, I would argue, even too much. I thought you could cut down the last battle scene between Luke and Kylo. Just take out the casino. I hated the, the casino thing. What, you hated it? Yeah, I hated the casino part because it's like the whole, first of all, the timeline. I'm just talking about visually, visually how the shot cool. went. Sure, sure, But sure. all I'm saying is uh, I feel like the movie gave us so much if they cut it right before Kylo and Luke fought, mm-hmm. if that was like the to be continued. I was hoping that, yeah. I would still have been like, whoa, that right. was a hell of a movie. There's a reason they didn't do that, but okay. I hear you. Oh, okay, so that is my my take from it. Um that now I have like little more nuanced takes that we could get into now if you want to. Did maybe you like it better start. than the last one, The Force Awakens? Um, honestly, elicits similar emotions. Like okay. what I would say about both of these movies is you don't need to be a Star Wars fan to enjoy it. Right. Like this, this is, and I felt the same way about uh, those Star Trek movies that came out recently. Like you could know yeah. nothing about the history of Star Trek, yeah. walk and watch this movie, and be like, "This is fucking." Well, that's JJ Abrams too, isn't that- it? Yeah. yeah, and that's kind of the genius of what J.J. Abrams, that's what he brings to the table is that he can make it digestible um, for everyone, digestible for a new generation. So mm-hmm. like, you know, there's like the young kids that probably like Kylo Ren more than Darth Vader because right. Right? they're watching these movies more than. Yeah, they don't even know yeah. Darth Vader. So yeah. there's, there's an impossible task with this. And I think uh, Ryan Johnson, this is what he did the excellent job of is that you get this is a type of movie where you have to make it for everyone. Yeah, right? you have to make it for Star Wars fans. You have to make it for young kids. Impossible task. You have task. to make it for and it, no, normally when they say if you try to please everyone, you end you up pleasing no, no one, one yeah. right? Impossible task. I think the genius of this movie is that he did it. Is that he was able to do it? Yep. And from my perspective, and yeah. like the Star Wars fans, we'll talk about this later, who like didn't like it, are incorrect. And there's a right. There's what a right is, side what of is their leader. argument for not? Or maybe you are we'll you want to? You want to go into that later? Or? All right, we'll get into it later. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. again. So, yeah, Jack, you like it. I liked it a lot, but here's the thing. Here's the thing about Star Wars. Everybody has a different relationship with Star Wars. They have their own version yes. of what they think it should be. So not everyone's going to be happy with it. Right. I'm, I don't have that personal thing where it's like, my Star Wars is this. It's like, yeah. I just enjoyed it. I had a because it's not ours. Right. It's not That's ours. That's the yeah. thing. It's not ours. It's art. Yeah. And it's but you have to understand else. it's so precious to so many people. That <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like life or death. Like every little nuanced thing. Can is you like, guys explain to me what the people, the haters didn't like about so, it. So, the this, that, yeah. so here it is, right? You have, and make you sure to, the microphone isn't too far. <clears throat> you have to look at this. Star Wars is like the Star Wars canon, it's called. It's right? all about the canon, yeah. So it's all about the canon. So that is like what is gospel, the official Star Wars storyline. Because yeah. at some point after the first few movies came out, all these books came out of all these di- from different authors, right? About the world. About the Star Wars world, right? Okay. There's so much literature on it. It's like 50, 60 books now. And it's all different pieces of it before, after, between all that stuff, right? Okay. So that's the Star Wars extended universe. From that, they will sometimes pull certain concepts or borrow some things and create what is the Lucasfilm actually nine chapters now book, which is the canon. So right. the canon are the original nine. Is that correct? Not the original nine because they're still, these but are newly written. Nine. They're on oh, eight, these right? aren't. Yeah, these aren't like when episode one, when episode four came out, yeah. episode one wasn't really written. Ah, you know what I mean? okay. Now, yeah, yeah. I, okay. But the important thing is that when Lucasfilm was acquired by Disney, yes, they made a, a a strict decision to say the canon books and all of the comic books and video games and all that stuff that's not canon. We're deciding what's yes. canon. So basically, just the movies and Attack of the Clones they animated a, show they, are canon. They have a twelve man team called Lucasfilm Story Group that yes. actually is the one who guides. Like they'll guide Ryan Johnson just, into the script 
because like it takes what tells you what's what's going to be canon for this, what's acceptable. Which okay. is also what they do for Marvel, which is owned by Disney. Right. So Disney and given just how like much a, money this makes, those twelve men are like the most powerful. People. I think. Oh yeah, so, yeah, I yeah think absolutely. absolutely. How many yeah. disciples Same. were there? 12. <laughs> 12, yeah. So there's a reason it's a canon. It's, it's like the Jedi Council. disciples. Yeah. And this is yeah. the Jesus story. Yeah. I mean, they're not yeah. stupid when they're putting this together. And this is how... What so if, that's part of the criticism. Sorry, what if right? 5,000 years from now or 2,000 years from now, this is... Religion? The religion? <laughs> yeah. It's but set up the exact same way. That's the criticism, right? Uh, well, the, the criticism is I, people I who weren't the original writers are deciding what the world is. No, 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 not that. Specifically to the movies, it's that... Luke is the savior character, and he's supposed to be like the perfect hero. And 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 these people have a special who are big Star Wars fans have a special relationship with Luke, and and they think that the way he was portrayed in this movie is not possible, right? And because Luke wouldn't be a bad. He not, wouldn't, quit. wouldn't quit. He wouldn't yeah. quit. He wouldn't have had that moment of weakness with Kylo, and he ah. would. And he wouldn't have. It would. He's not someone who would need of coaxing to come back to help the rebellion. Like that's not who at the core of Luke Skywalker is. Because this was a man who was so idealistic. That he actually threw down his lightsaber because he knew that he was not going to kill his own father to prove a point, right? That's he's an I, the ultimate idealist, and then he bet on basically his father turning and saving him in that moment. And so I understand why they're upset. This but is I, a huge character change. Yeah, but that's why I love it because he went that way. He took that decision and went so, that way with Luke. Like, no, yeah, that's, the, it's real, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, 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 but life is too real for these kids, and that's why they love Luke. <clears throat> right, but it's funny, man, because it's that, like that's as secular as our character. country is coming and going away from religion, yeah. everyone's still looking for fucking Jesus. And Luke Skywalker is Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Of you know course, what I mean? that's all we do. Yeah. But this is baffling to me. Yo, but no, come on. <laughs> the thing bro, is why I like it. What? The thing is why I like Sorry, it. Is it it's can really, we just real quick? Can we acknowledge yeah. that point right there? Yeah. The people who have the greatest success with movie franchises take biblical elements and oh. turn them into story. Star Wars, yeah. Jesus story. Harry Potter is no different. Orphan kid yep. has magical powers. You know what I mean? Like finds yep. the, it's the same exact story same over. Thing. And if you can tell the story, right. Right. I mean, look at fucking Spider-Man in yeah. a lot of ways. If yeah. you can tell these stories, right, right. We'll attach it. And I think it speaks more, not to the idea that like Jesus is real or this God is real. Or that guy's real. It's that, these the Jesus story and the stories that surround it are the greatest stories ever told. Right, they're from thousands of years right. of storytelling. Yeah, these were the greatest ones that fucking existed because there's no printing press. Right. what do we keep telling right. these same twenty, thirty, forty stories? And they have this hero quality in them, and yeah. it organically existed. So if you can tap into that, you can be richer than the queen. Right, so it's like New Testament versus Old Testament. Right, and the reason I liked it is because uh, not just that they made the change, made the change, but they made it more realistic. Right. None of our heroes, especially today, yeah, are perfect. Yeah, and sometimes the things that make them great are their imperfections. Like you think of like when you were growing up, like Michael Jordan was like God. Yeah, to, to yeah. certainly our generation, right? And especially me, I was like a huge Jordan guy who's like so perfect, nothing he could do was wrong. Yeah. And in that era, like his image was very well protected, right? Yeah. But then you find out, you know, he cheats on his wife, he gambles, yeah. he does all these things. Like he's still not a perfect person. Right. And then you realize how. The, Sometimes his competitive, the way he was, was a negative in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he's so deified yeah. that you're afraid as, as a fan of his to be critical. Like, you want to protect him because sure. that's your hero. Yeah. But it's not realistic. All of our heroes, all guys throughout history that were great presidents or whatever, like, turned out to be, like, drunks and womanizers. Sure. And like, everyone has their flaws. Greatness has a cost. So I don't yeah. think that having your hero have a flaw or a moment of weakness is a bad thing for the... I think it's very realistic. It's a yeah. realistic depiction of what could happen. And think about if you're Luke Skywalker, like, you just put down the Empire. You just did this. 
you don't want to go through this again. Like, what is it? If you're that guy, you're Luke Skywalker, and it's 20 years later, it's like, dude, I'm going to do this fucking again. Yeah. Like, I'm not the 25-year-old kid I was. I'm like an old man now, man. Like, I'm not trying to do this. Like, we should have stability and peace. So, like, if I had the chance to nip this in the bud, Boom. like, maybe I'd do it. So, like, to me, it was like, it felt real. I it's just, that's the age-old, uh, what is it, hypothetical. If you could go back and kill Hitler as a baby, would you do it? Exactly. You that's know? what and, it is. <laughs> and it's, yeah, you would want to that, say, yeah, that, I would want to do it. But yeah. then when you're faced with the moment maybe, of having to kill things, Hitler as a baby, you know, it's and, like, yeah, and then you say, well, baby. Maybe things will turn out differently this <laughs> yeah. time, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, I don't or maybe think Maybe he turned into Hitler because you right. were trying to kill him as a fucking baby. So, <laughs> <laughs> right? Shit, that this is what the story is. You, you know, he went yeah. and had a second thought and then Kylo Ren turns into fucking Hitler. And I think that when that all happened and it fell apart, I love the fact that Luke acknowledged the fact that the Jedi Order is cloaked in failure. Right? Like, the history of the Jedi yeah, Order yeah. is really failure. Oh, there was a, and that there was, was a great too bar. much. I could understand how that could then become too much for me. Like he's now failed again where he's seen so much failure where the Jedi were extinct. Yeah. Like I could see how you could become so dejected in that moment mm -hmm. where you just want to yep. be isolated and be like, go figure this out. And and he has that moment where he's in, I even wrote down a quote, failure is the greatest teacher. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then he goes, well, Yoda, Yoda told him that. Yeah. 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 Yoda says to him, failure is the greatest teacher, which is so true. Adversity introduces a man to himself. There's many different ways to say true. this, but like, if you're not failing, you're not trying hard enough. There's tons of these, like, you know, right. self-help quotes, which are all true, all true. Right. And then, then he goes, masters, we are what they grow beyond. That is the true burden of masters. Right. Right. Which is you're, you're creating something you're that creating will something. be better than you. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you're judged as a master. Not that you were the greatest Jedi, but yeah. like that you then made, made someone greater. greater than you. Yeah, yeah. That's what your burden is. Yeah, yeah. That's what I took it as. And he wasn't ready to do that because of the fear yeah. of him becoming even more powerful than a Darth Vader. Yeah. What what annoyed me and what was so great about it was that um, Kylo never was told that he wasn't actually going to kill him. That it was the moment of... That he had this moment of, I don't want to go through this. And then he was like, listen, I'm not going to do it. It was right. just a fleeting moment. Right. So he's still holding on to this idea. Because from Kyle's perspective, he might not have known that. That might be legitimate. Fam, from his, it, right? you yo, know this saying? whole series is daddy issues. I believe that. Think about it. Yeah. Right. Kylo's daddy issue is he didn't know, you know, this is his father figure right. who then is about to kill him. Right. And then he has this new father figure, Snoke, who's just a piece of shit to him. Right. And he'll do anything to please. Right. Right. And then Shorty, what's her name? Who's so stunningly beautiful? Right. Daisy Ridley. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like, you know I'm in. I know you are, but it is like she looks particularly great in this. One. Hard to look at. Adorable. Natural beauty. Just fantastic. And her issue, her daddy issues the whole time. Who are my parents? Who are right. my parents? And you're saying parents to be polite. Who's my dad? It, no one's really <laughs> searching for the mom like yeah. that. Let's be honest, right? And um and 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 that's that's what the motivating factor is for her the entire time. She's so, just trying to. She jumped into the hole. Yeah, and the same thing with Luke in the original trilogy. But so so that to to carry on that there's that's another piece of the criticism was that Ray's lineage would meant nothing. Yeah, but I, I think, don't believe that's real. I, I think in the next movie you we're going to find oh, out. No, I liked it. Ray was and just I saying, and I, mean, I, no, it, I liked that. it, and I believe it's real. Like I don't think like like LeBron James is just some kid from Ohio. Like he's not doesn't come from any great gene or genetic. You know what I'm saying? Like these heroes can come from nowhere. I don't feel like I have it a feeling there might have been a little a infidelity in but that the family. entire universe. Some, it's like a, it's like, I have a feeling that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar made a sled into Cleveland for a game, no, and then no. I think that his mom might have been in Akron. Right yeah, I think, anyway. I think there might have been a little convenience in that situation. LeBron goes six eight two sixty, the most perfect human specimen out of fucking nowhere. I'm just saying, Are you kidding me? It can happen. And imagine if he was well fed. 
This is this is probably poor, not great nutrient diet producing the greatest human specimen in history. Yeah. Imagine he grew up in Greenwich, Connecticut, eating organic <laughs> kale his entire life. Got to be seven foot seven. It's, it's yeah, I get it. But I just think that even if it is true, it doesn't bother me because you have this great universe and like it doesn't have to be about fucking. Skywalkers and with solos. Well, Anakin and was Anakin. a nobody. Huh? Anakin was a nobody. Anakin was I'm, I'm with force. you. I'm with right. you. I think it's. I think it's a possibility. But I also think that they're throwing us for a loop. Sure, maybe. I want the. They're throwing the scent off the trail. I hope not. And eventually we'll find I there's some not. kind of connection. I hope that they were drunk traders and they're nothing. And that she's just fulfilling her destiny. I'd, and you know what? That actually be more relatable because all these kids that watch this movie. Right. They're nothing. Exactly. And they get, no, no, I mean that all of us, we, we don't come from fucking right. the kings and Which queens. Right. You know that what I mean? line like, was well, excellently delivered by Driver. Remember, he, he said, you're nothing. You're you're, nothing. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he, he stepped out of character. He turned back into, you're nothing, bro. You're nothing. He said, bro, right? He was like, he's like, shorty, shorty, you're trash. What a gift he is. Oh, like and that, the pecs. Oh. What about the kid at the end? Right, like yeah. the last scene, yeah, that, that kid like, that's in in the casino town kind of comes out. You see, he has the power. He pulls the broom to him. Yeah, what? did you not catch that? That's yeah. a corporate. You didn't see that. This is big. So. That so, little kid, he walks out by himself, and before he grabs, you didn't he, see that. He grabs so the broom. I, I, I was probably like, I don't know. I missed yeah. that. He pulls you were the cleaning the cum off his stomach. Right. It looked like. Remember that genuine video. Yeah, well, he took the broom. Basically, yeah, he used the force thing. to and make the broom to come to his hand. The kid who got the and rebel. then he has the rebel ring that right. he got from the Asian chick. Right, right. So he starts sweeping up and he's looking into the sky, and, and then you see a thing. thing. And this the idea is kid too. Right, right. Well, I'm into it. But the With theme the is we're the spark that starts the flame. Right, and right. Just but the real theme is there's another trilogy coming after this trilogy about the kids. we have the kids. Just a corporate. Well, Ryan Johnson is signed on not to do the next film, but his own separate trilogy. That's why because of that ending. Because he's just like X Men got the kids. Exactly. Now we have class. Yeah, new Star Wars, new class. Star Wars, new class. Which is smart. Let them go, and people make millions of dollars. And then the other criticism that you hit on already too, you talked about. Snoke is that he was killed with no backstory. Fine with it. I was fine with that. I wasn't too. fine with that at all. What do you okay. mean killed with no backstory? You didn't really get to. You know don't know Snoke anything about Snoke? Anything about yeah, he he's built up in the first movie as the big bad, right? He's the emperor, and then we know nothing about him, and he just fucking died. Yeah, how does he become the emperor? Why does his face look like a testicle? So exactly. yeah, that's the, yeah. so a lot of people didn't like that. I didn't bother me because like when you look back to the first three Star Wars, like no one really gave a fuck who the emperor was. It was Vader. Everyone still talks about Vader, right? So. Yeah, you had that great moment at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi, and you got that's when you really first first get to see Palpatine, which was great. But like, uh, I I think that Ryan Johnson probably sensed from the audience that like no one really cares about Snoke; they care about they Kylo. care about the guy. Let's just speed yeah. it up and get it to about him. It's it's real quick, sense- real quick, Palpatine and uh, was Snoke in this one. He was the emperor. We're both emperors, right? They're, they're the master. Supreme of, beings yeah. or whatever. You can have two Sith Lords at any time. One a master, one, one an apprentice. apprentice. And he was the emperor and the master. Vader right. was his apprentice. So uh, Vader, no, not Vader. Uh, Palpatine was the first master. Yeah. And then in this one, Snoke is the master. Right. Yeah. Being a master, horrible for your skin. I yeah, think it's not, great. not good for your skin. Ages you. It is it is very difficult to be a master. Correct. So maybe um, a little yeah. acknowledgement. I got a little bit of a Game of Thrones influence in that uh, part of the plot. Is that like it's kind of out with the old generation, in with the new, the younger generation. It's like the killing of Tywin, the killing of Snoke. Like yeah, out with the past. Kill the past. Kill the past. Yeah, kill the past. Kill That's the past. He, yeah. said, he says that a lot. Well, movie. that makes it more believable. Like when you see someone like Palpatine and you're saying like, how could this guy Palpatine, who just feels evil, right? Because mm-hmm. of his face and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. How could Luke be drawn to join this guy? You know he's evil, right? When he when they kill off 
Snoke. And they have that moment in the throne room. Like, and I looked at you and I was like, not a bad offer. When he's like, listen, fuck Snoke. He's dead. Yep. Fuck that guy. He's evil. Yeah. It's me and you. Like, why can't we do this? Fuck the, the First Order. Fuck the Rebellion. Because the Rebellion's now been, in, or the Republic's been in power now since the last one. So they're fucking up again because they can't get peace right either. And so now he's saying, like, why don't we do this together? It's just at least to me made it more believable that Ray could actually be lured in by that. Like, that actually seems like something that could be Well, maybe real. she's... She's um, becoming she's the Luke. Idealist. Well, she's, she's becoming the, the Luke. Oh, I'm not saying I know why she didn't. I'm okay, saying okay. it makes that makes so it believable. Let's let's acknowledge Snoke that luring someone in is not believable because you could just feel how how evil, evil he is. But Adam, she the believes in him, story, trusts him. Oh, yeah, senses. the same way that, the same way the Emperor. I think it was a great deal. Yeah, I, I, and uh, maybe this can get us into my biggest problem with the uh, Star Wars uh, series in general. But uh, I think it'd be a great deal because she could have easily negotiated for the survival of her people. She goes, listen, I'll be on you. There's 20 people over there. Right. Do me a favor. Don't kill those people. Bring them aboard the ship. Take away the suits. Not everybody has to have a suit. And maybe this is what balance really means, right? If we do this together, maybe they balance each other so out, here's, and, right? And, here, and maybe that is what happens in the final, the final one. So there, because there's a lot of let the past go. So they're priming us to let the past go. Not just them. They're right. priming the audience. Forget that he killed... Uh, his dad. Right. Forget that he's done this. He didn't kill his mom. Right. These are major moments. Right. And that they want us to know as an audience. I think they're priming us to forgive Adam. And in a weird way, maybe they both rule. There has to be a king. It has to be a queen. Like there's these two things that come together. Maybe well, they're talking about the balance of the force. Maybe that's what they mean. Yes, 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 yes. I'm arguing against that. Right? Okay, go. So in this movie, the first time I saw this movie, like you're kind of like, so Ray, she's attracted to the dark side, right? Is now he's like, is now what Luke Girls tells her. Bad you boys. went straight to the dark side. No, no, it's not like that she's attracted to it; it's that she's not rejecting it right away. Right. She's, right. she's trying to feel it out. She doesn't know. You're kind of watching. I think they did. Like you're kind of watching. Like, oh, is she gonna go dark? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And at one point, I was like, this would be amazing if this switch. She, if this ends up where she's the bad Ooh, and he's the good. You know, yeah, that couldn't happen. But I had that thought for like sure. five minutes when sure. I the first time I watched the movie. I don't think that's the case anymore, right? Well, he killed his dad. Like you yeah. can't. Fully come I back and become you, right? a good guy. Now you're watching Driver. He's become you're kind like you really like him. Like at least when I watch it, yeah. I really like him. Uh, would you but, like him because he's a quality actor? I like him because he's a quality actor. But like, he's no, giving I, a great performance. No, but the performance he's giving is also like I'm conflicted. You're seeing a you're seeing like a frightened kid. Yeah. Kid, right? Yeah. That's right. the side with yeah. pecs the size. Dude, his great wings, pecs. His wingspan oh is wild. God, though, great right? pecs. Yeah, yeah. Um, Disproportionate wingspan. Peculiar he's got gait. Arms. Usually, people that tall aren't that kind that of pigeon toad. But yeah. he he is he's a. I've, I've actually he's met a, a thick dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. met him? Uh, well, he's he's with Gersh. Oh, okay. He's with my. So I've seen him walk out of the fucking thing, and I just you know wave. Oh, hey, shout out for the uh, that's right. That's yeah, another thing yeah, I was yeah, gonna yeah. say. Like yeah. the dude, you think that he's this soft beta male in in the fucking the show Girls. He's an enlisted marine. Dude's yeah. an enlisted marine. Yeah, he put the work. Yo, I've in. seen him walk cool. on the street. He walks the exact same way. Yeah, he's a he's a fucking presence. Um, yeah. but anyway, <laughs> that that scene, right? The last time they see each other, and they look at each other. He just enters. They, they escape. Right? He's a presence. He's a presence. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I talked about his pecs, but there's nothing as gay as saying another man is a presence. Nah, I'm telling you, he is. Nah, he is a presence. <laughs> On a crowded New York street, that motherfucker stood up, and I, looked, and I looked at his face, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's homie from Girls." Who was that? Um, exactly. No, no, he is a presence. Uh, what were you saying? That last scene, right, where like you know uh, they see each other and then she closes the door on his face. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That I think that was the defining like she's gonna go on be the good. He's now alone as fuck. 
He has no Snoke. You're he no- has he has no one over him. He's got Hux, who really doesn't fuck with him. Yeah. He's alone. He was alone in that room, and I think that was a metaphor for like he's alone in life now. And now he's going to go say. fully. They say it to each other. He says, "You're not alone," and he says, and she says to him, "You're not either." But now he is. Right. 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 And so is she technically. But so, we don't know yet. It's not over. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, the thing with the pull to the light and the darkness, it just doesn't end No, but come. he's saying, no, I, I think now now he goes full bad. He, he completely sure, breaks bad. right. And that's why I'm shooting down your theory of, like, maybe they come in together at the No, end. that's a fair assumption. I think he, <laughs> look at that. I think yeah. he is, uh, I think that's it. He's full bad. He becomes Body. full villain. He already then, has by the end of this. And then you're actually going to feel bad when he... When they actually have to kill him. But the thing is, the whole point of this is that it never fully ends. Like Luke right. says, it's to a him, constant balance. Luke says to Benicio. Benicio put it the best. No, no. Luke says it to Benicio to always Le- puts it the best. No. Yeah. Luke says it to <laughs> Leia. He's a presence. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Yeah, but yeah. Luke says it to Leia that no one's ever really gone when he's talking when she's talking about son. Just like Vader was never technically really gone because he made that switch at the very end. Right. Even though he's not redeemable because he's done unredeemable things. But he's, you, you can tell it is that it's the a same, constant thing. Is that going to be the same ending to this? No, I hope not. But the problem is, is that J.J. Abrams is signing on to do the third the third one, which gives me pause. That Why? It might be. Because the first one, so my whole thing is, I didn't like The Force Awakens. Me neither. My watch. I thought visually it was great, especially compared to the first three previous ones. It didn't, one, take, any, it didn't one, take any risks. It, it just did the same, the same exact thing, carbon copy. But it was a carbon copy of mm-hmm. episode four, yep. the, A New Hope. It was blow up the Death Star. It was Han Solo slick talking. It was the orphan from fucking the Sandy Planet. Mm-hmm. And it was it was exactly the same. And with a lightsaber scene. And then it was also some things that were weird. It was like, well, how did Rey like, just beat Kylo Ren when like she's never picked up a lightsaber before? I liked that this movie addressed that in yep. the beginning mm-hmm. and said, Snoke says you're, you were like You're split. pathetic. Yeah. Like, you, you, were, you were totally... Un- unhinged by the fact that you killed your dad and that's why you got best with mm-hmm. I needed that explanation because sure. I walked away from the first one thinking like, yo, that, this, this shit doesn't even make fucking sense. Right? right? So there was no risk taking. Mm-hmm. And this one, I thought Ryan Johnson went in there yeah. and totally fucking made it. So his Ryan own. directed the, and this wrote, wrote the and directed, yeah. and, and, and then JJ is going to direct the next one. Correct. They, why had, someone, they had someone else sign why up Why wouldn't for Ryan it? do it? Because they gave Ryan his own trilogy. So why would he knock this last you, one you out and do, then do You can't do two in a row with these, this level of movie, this why? high level. It's just, it's like two, three years out of your life. Oh, to it's back to man. Yeah, so like just... J.J. Amherst did the first one. He took a couple of years off. Now he's going in the last one. You can't go back to back. It's that these. intense. Yeah, it's crazy. Really? Did yeah. Lucas okay. do Real? all of them? Yeah. He no, did. he did. No, he, the first, he. I'm talking about the first. Three. He only oh. directed the first, the first one, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So real quick with, um, with their decision to do the carbon copy of episode four, I think that that was... Not only done purposely, but an intelligent decision for to getting tell the story to new fans. Exactly. And they care more about the new fans because the reality of the matter is they know the old fans are watching it regardless. So why not no. get these new fans like kind of like myself on board and invested in this cool story with the most perfect story ever told already at your disposal? So the funny thing was, is that the first one of Force Awakens was not as big with critics, but was huge with the Star Wars with the fans, fans because it was safe. Because the fanboys, it was safe. It was what they liked. It didn't the kill the past. Story. It yeah. didn't kill the past. And the then you're also bringing in new fans. Yep, who loved it. But I guess critical, more critical movie fans were the ones who didn't like it. Well, you guys, yeah. I would say a little bit more critical, yeah. right? You- but I'm also like a fanboy a little bit too. Like I really like this stuff. But All this I would say you're about- picky with content. And extremely exactly so that's where you're going to nitpick on it and then Jack obviously you're so invested being in the business you're yeah. going to see yeah. that this is a carbon copy yeah 
I, re- I really walked away from Force Awakens being like, oh, they f- this is this whole trilogy is fucked. Yeah. But this totally brought it back for me. I still have gripes with this movie, but but don't, overall, so don't but like what are your don't gripes? you think that the third one's gonna be fucked as well? I feel like now that uh, Ryan Why? has Ryan has had his his uh, fingerprints on it, JJ can't really go back to like a formulaic third movie. Hopefully, hopefully. hopefully. Wait, what were your? Or gripes? he might find a way. Hopefully. Well, uh, I think that so the story is gonna be the story, right? Like they'll probably it'll get written. Who writes? Who's writing the script? So JJ. They, got, have, they have that council. They actually, they actually had someone else. They've already thrown him off, and JJ's doing it. Well, and Lawrence Kasdan, who's like been the writer all along, he's right. he's a part of it. But the reality of the matter is, no matter who directs but visually, it, JJ has yo, visually, to okay it. Like this That's, movie was yeah. fucking dope. So they're not going to make anything without JJ's approval. Even, even Ryan Johnson's even this one. thing. Yeah. So so he gives the ultimate okay. Correct. So uh, whether JJ writes it or this guy Kasdan writes it, whatever, JJ is the one who's ultimately giving permission. Yo, opening scene of the movie. Incredible. Right? Fantastic. Oscar, Oscar Isaac, what's his name? Oh, yeah. Hazard, right? Yeah, oh, Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. Po, Stupid right? name. So he's kind of, he trolls General Hux, right? It's funny. Like, it's kind of yeah. building up this thing. Then the funny thing, we talked about this in Justice League. They don't take, like. Doesn't take yourself too seriously. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's got a little Han Solo in him. It's, Is J.J. Abrams going to do this? Did he do this in the first one? I don't recall. No. Uh, not so much, or it wasn't as good. But Yo, this, it breaks the ice right off the bat, right? Mm-hmm. And it was just who knows. I mean, you got to give him a chance to do it. But I hear what your point. There's yet an, yet another man leaves. Um, what's the shorty's name again? Ray. Did you guys notice this? Well, I noticed that there's like a love. Let's yet another now. yet yeah, another right man yeah. leaves Ray. I, I think what it really was is the producers were like, "Listen, we want Oscar Isaac to fuck Ray." We you don't saw want the look this. that they gave each other. Who? Oscar when, Isaac and yeah, Ray? When they, Hell yeah. I saw that look. That, that they had met. He said, I know. <laughs> She's like, I'm yeah. Ray. He's like, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah he'd been whacking <laughs> off to you <laughs> in hyperspeed. Look at her. Oh, my oh she's God. stunning. But Great. I think I think the producers, and realistically speaking, when I saw the first one, I thought his character was too goofy to handle a Ray. What's Oscar Isaac's a good looking dude. Not Oscar. Oh, Finn? The, oh, Finn. Finn. Yes. So I thought Finn was too goofy for a Ray. I think you need another hero. You need a Han Solo yeah, man. for alpha, Ray, bro. right? You need that alpha. You need that and alpha, and I think that uh, Finn deserves a portly Asian. You know what I mean? I think that that's a perfect collab. Don't you think that works great? I do. He, you do you t- think that the portly Asian really wins that? Fam, how they gave the Asians the yin and yang like that was too on the button. Like her <laughs> yin and that? yang necklace. Yeah, that yeah. was crazy. If if you're Finn, right, yeah. you have the Jedi. Well, pretty yo, Jedi. Dude, pretty Jedi is going with Poe, bro. Poe, that, with the that's the boy. flip today. No, but yo, she's when she hugged boy. Finn, man, there was a lot of love there. That was friends, when, son. That was friends. Oh, no, when she when she lifted the rocks and Finn runs down, they hug each other. Yeah, no, that f- was more than just like a. That, that wasn't a friend zone hug. That was friends. That they would have kissed. They would have kissed. Well, that's the that's the, the rectangle. That's the rectangle. Rose is into Finn. Finn's still into Ray. And Ray Isaac might be in time. It seemed like Finn was. No, it seemed like Finn was kind of into Rose. Finn he, fucks with Rose. No, yeah, kind of. Tucked her up. Tucked her in. He, he, well, like, he don't want her to die. Son. Who was more comfortable, Ro, Rose, or us at the eye pick with our blankets? Yo, she, <laughs> <laughs> she was out. <laughs> uh, what are your criticisms? Yeah, I have, what did you I have, like, like? I have like logistical things. Let's so, go. Like, let's let's go. go. The whole thing in the beginning where the dude who looks like me, apparently, uh, General Hawks, is like, it's just a matter of time. And then they're just following the fucking ship. And it's like, yeah. all right, this is going to be the rest of the movie, right? They said that it's like 18 hours or whatever. What do they say? It's yeah. going to be yeah, 18 yeah, yeah, hours, yeah. right? Nine hours. All of a sudden they're like, let's. And so this is like the whole formula for Empire Strikes Back. And it's kind of similar here where it's like uh, the Jedi are off doing their thing. And the help are all like trying to do their little missions. And right. at the end, they join together. 
um, my problem was they're like, all right, let's go down to this casino. And then they get to the casino and they're like, whoa, look at this. They're like hanging out. So the it's casino like, thing was not good. The casino thing sucked. Like just take out the casino. I feel like they, they needed that. I feel like Correct. that was like a, a studio decision to be like, we need a locale because part of Star Wars is all about like the planet that they go to. And like, it goes into like sales of like toys and all that stuff. 100%. But like the whole movie takes place in space, like in a ship. So they had to have like a place to go. Those to me, it was just like horse things. That yeah. Yeah. Right that's just a toy. Years. Yeah. yeah. They need that. So, uh, I had a problem with that. Um, and then you get into like timeline where like Ray is on this planet. And she's there for like three days, but only like a day of the movie takes place basically in a day. And Ray is there. I, for, so, like, okay, so hold on. That's the part. No, 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 no. Legend no, 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 timeline no, 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 of this movie. Well, 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 they present the timeline up front and, and the whole thing happens within hold 18 on, hours. But on. Ray is off like hanging out with Luke back for like four days. It was like four nights there. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 yeah, but on. we know from watching Interstellar that, you know, time in one place might be different from that's time in another place. That's what I took away from Space time, guys. Space time. She's doing her own separate. Time I don't frame? know if I can handle this. <laughs> Son, it's, you know this is factual. This is yeah. not even, I mean, the closer you get to the speed of light, right? The slower time is going to be, right? If you can go past the speed of light, then you're going back in time. So, That's how so it works. wouldn't Luke have not aged or wouldn't, like, wouldn't there, wouldn't he be affected by this time change? Like, I don't know. It was never set up. If it was explained that like, this, no, it's like an Empire Strikes Back. Like he was in Dagobah for like a year. Like that's what they, that's, that's was he? They, yeah. Okay. That's all, set it off. all I'm saying is you could be on this planet. It, it, it is it is not only possible, it is the reality that one day on one planet totally equals different. five days on another planet. I mean, the whole point of Interstellar right. was that, right? If mm -hmm. we go spend one day here, 30 years are going to pass over here. So this right. is this is actually mathematically possible. Well, okay, we but not presented in the world of Star Wars. Not presented right. well. Right. Not right. presented well at all. Um, so I had a couple issues with like just the timeline of things, but okay. I thought it was fun. Um, I also, it's like the, the non-force-enabled characters just fuck shit up. Like they think they're helping and they just end up making it worse. So the thing that really bothered me was I felt the Poe defiant dude, stuff the, was over the top. You can't dude, so a, over the top. You he, can't have a mutiny in a military organization. Everyone leave with a smile. Yeah, like, that's not how that shit works. Yeah. Also, you know like I mean? that Leia doesn't fire on Marshall. dudes. Like, like, like so, the admiral, admiral, like, whatever, been executed. Like that's yeah. that also Leia's yeah. just like <laughs> men. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, uh, that I was like too that much. It was over the top. Yeah, just tell him. Like he's going on this. Do you whole think mission. that it was like a there was a concert, uh, concerted effort? Yeah, concerted, concerted yeah. effort yeah. made for all the women to be charged in charge on the good guys team and all the men to be in charge on the bad guys team. No, Kathleen Kennedy. Who's like the head of Lucasfilm? Oh, you think that? Uh, yeah, I think that's just like her being like, "We got to present." Because you have the guy who's like, "I'm going to be a hero. I'm going to be brash," which is the masculine persona, which exactly. is the masculine energy, and they're showcasing how really dangerous this is to humanity. If you have the patriarchy making the decisions, mm -hmm. let's let women make the decisions. First time we let a woman make decisions, Hillary Clinton tried to steal an but election. At the same but whatever, time, they, were also, mind, you know. they were also grooming him for leadership, Shuttle. right? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but at the same time, they were, <laughs> but they were still grooming him for leadership like at the end he's like oh we got to go this way and everyone looks to leia and she says follow him follow him great point right? okay so maybe i and think the reality is in all of these star wars movies is that the real hero was leia always and still is that's mm. the, the reality of all this brings me to another gripe yeah the mary poppins fucking i'm into it flying See, by that didn't bother oh, superman yeah. she is Totally took me out of the fucking movie in that moment. Really? I was like, fuck this. Yeah, I yeah. liked it. See, what I like about Leia is that it's never really, like, acknowledged. You know she's force-enabled, right? Yeah. Force-sensitive. But it's never really, like, she uses it when she, like, senses things. She never, like, flies. Like So, to this, I felt was, like, a was kind of an ode to the extended universe and so much. And also the how Luke projects himself across the... I like that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
they got this movie got into force powers that they don't normally have exp- right. explored right. before. Well, the, well, so I liked it. I was like, okay, you know, Leia is strong with the force and that she's a Skywalker, and we got to see her do something that saved her life in her mission. And I, I, that didn't bother me, but I could see what you're saying. There, yeah. there could have been there could have been a less goofy way to yeah, ex- to show goofy. your powers. I thought I it was going to turn into a musical at that moment. <laughs> but because she's you know unfortunately passed in real life, well, that's right? the thing. It was a crazy twist for me because I thought that I thought was, she's dead. That Boom! This is We're how done. we get through right. it. Yeah, that's what I said too. I was like, all right. So the, obviously they didn't know she was going to die. They shot all her scenes. Why didn't they make the decision to kill her off right there? Kill her off in that moment. No, because bring she's her back. Because she's the real hero. No, this is why she got the thing on her finger. She needed to get that back to the people. So there was the homing beacon. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So what I thought they were going to do is have her come back, let go of the homing beacon, and then she's dead. Yeah. And that would have been a smart way to kill off the character, get the homing beacon back to the people who need it so that uh, Ray can come back, and now you don't have to deal with her or putting CGI on her face for the next movie. Mm-hmm. But you already have a full movie worth of what she had given you. And it affects you, And this is her last time on stage. Do you really want to just, all right, we're just going to cut all the scenes we did with yes. her? Just be, you know what I'm saying? It's yes. insensitive, I'd say, at a minimum. Insensitive to the dead. I guess, whatever. But I'm you, just saying that's what I, that's the that's the tough decision you got to make as an exec. Which they're is, not going to CGI her in the next one. So then, who's going to be her? What's going to happen is my theory is, is that this is going to be like Return of the Jedi, where it's set a few years. Oh, down she's the already line. died. So it's not going to be right after the fact. Oh, good call. Right, it's okay. going to be she's going to be have have died somehow somehow right. else. She's already started to pass the torch to Poe. And she's saved the See, rebellion, and now it's going to be five years down the line, ten years down the line, and like Luke is probably from the other side, continue to train Ray, mm. and then we're going to go on from there. I would have, yeah, I would have given her a heroic death instead of like a bullshit. You Yo, died the real in loser movies. in this is fucking. Shout out to General Akbar, bro. Yo, dude, guy's been in since episode. Dude, to everyone. He, he got a little mention. They're like, oh, uh, Admiral Akbar died, and it's like, what? What the fuck? Yeah, it's okay. a big deal. Okay. Also, not enough Chewy. Not, Not enough chewy. Yeah, I there was a lot of chewy. Wait, so but any more gripes? Um, th- those were my main ones. But Haney, I'm sure there were little things that I would pick because there's some. Again. There's some things I want to discuss that I'm sure you guys, since you're Star Wars fans, understand about it. But I Haney, got a lot of questions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if I was a Star Wars fan, like you guys, the gripe I would have is. I love how you're going to project this, this gripe. This is not, this, this is projective gripes. Uh, yo, Mark Hamill's. Head to body ratio. <laughs> so Yo, he's really chesty. I, I couldn't take him seriously. They had it, that scene where he's uh, chugging the milk, where he milks the thing. Yeah, out milks the thing, tea. Yeah, and then chugs the milk. Yo, I couldn't take him seriously the whole time. Like yeah. Luke, Luke Skywalker turned into a joke for me. And every time he come up, I'd be like, "Why is Zach Galifianakis' dad on the screen?" And <laughs> that's why a contrarian take. And why is his head so damn big? The most people are saying giving Oscar buzz for his performance. <laughs> Similar to like Yo, Sly Stallone and Creed. Stop it. It's no, also important. I, 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 I'm being yes. dead serious I when I tell Get you this. Get the fuck out of here. I thought his acting in the begin, the first half of the movie was so poor, it took me out of the movie. And I, when and I attributed it When to, she first goes there, I could not take this guy I seriously. I couldn't take him seriously either, really. I smirked and laughed. I smirked and laughed at how funny looking he looked. Did not like it at all. I thought his acting was poor. And I thought, I honestly, I thought that he just hadn't acted in a while. And he got, and he was just rusty. He's a actor. Hamill's he he does a lot of voice work. This guy. represents Mark Hamill's body. The top of this microphone is his head. 
this is his body. <laughs> no, man, he had a giant robot. It's this would make it. We should make the body look bigger, bigger but it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still is this big. Now he looks like a broom. You're gonna, are you yeah, yeah, are you yeah. criticizing him because you're the opposite? <laughs> wow. You're <laughs> angry. He's getting wow. it. Son, that's his boy. You're wow. talking about. Son. I, I yeah. talk about Luke Skywalker like that. Um, uh, but that that was I. I actually. But I'm saying most people actually have applauded his performance. Fam, I'm very yeah. objective. I got nothing to do with the the thing, and I yeah. think half of the movie the acting was awful. First half? First half, of awful. Him. Of him. His acting was awful, and then it got better. You know what was horrible? This dust-off-the-shoulder scene after they shot him with all the lasers. No, 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 hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me so say on. One, one thing why. One thing why. Dust-off-the-shoulder, and nothing there happens. No dust there, well, he's a, <laughs> there's absolutely no dust. He's a hologram. So yeah. I know, I know, but what, what I would have loved to happen was he does this, and all of a sudden every single gun bends in a certain way. Mm. There's some effect that happens because oh, of the movement. Be but he was literally trying to brush dust off of his shoulder. It, no, come on, we're not in it. It was not great. So it's a minor thing. That so Alex didn't really like the movie. This is Alex's second time seeing the movie too. He didn't really he thought it was very cliche and kind of like pandering towards kids a little bit. Yeah. Am I speaking wrong, Alex? Yo, it's not and pandering that's, and towards that's a kids. scene and that's a scene that and I get why they're pandering towards kids. It, this is a this is a Here's, it should be. It should be pandering. It's towards not kids. just pandering towards kids. It's pandering towards the kid inside of you. That's. I'm serious. Gotcha. That's when gotcha. I watched this shit. I felt like a kid. Like that shit touched. Like touched me like that. But that scene is that. Did you the brushing up. Show me on handy where where it touched you. No man. <laughs> Ryan Johnson fondled my walkie Okay, walkie so let's you. let me wait, just wait. ask some questions. All right, also, real quick, uh, this I should have brought this up when we were talking about the fans' gripes, but. Um, Famously, like when they were shooting the movie, Mark Hamill didn't agree with where Hated it looks. Yeah. No, they beefed Ryan Johnson and Hamill. And so in interviews, he like kind of vocally said he didn't agree with Ryan's uh, vision. Oh, for that's Luke. why all the stands. And were so pissed. now all yeah, now everybody's they just do like whatever he says. And so he's come out now saying he actually regrets saying that because it fueled the fire. And he was kind of one of those people that thought Luke should just be like the holy. You know, but Hamill's the one who goes to like these Star Wars expos. Like yeah. he's the one oh, that the yeah. fans identify with because he's still in that scene. That's his identity. It affects his he retirement. Has, he never moved on. He what is, else? Is, what else did Hamill do? He does do? a lot of voice work. He does, no, he's, 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 he's known as like uh, yeah. He does like, like famously Jeremy like the Piven best Joker is voice. Ari from Entourage. You know what I mean? Like they they start to attribute some of the characteristics yeah, no, of this that. famous character. So he, in a lot of ways, probably sees himself as this holy trinity or whatever it is, and he doesn't want to lose that. I get it. He doesn't want to be the bitch that almost kills his kid. So is he gone? Who's that? Is Hamill in the third movie? Hell no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We know now that Yoda, who can affect real. Life yeah. objects he affected right. the fire. Affected so the now fire. we know Luke can come back as a force ghost and like happen. affect directly yeah. affect things, just like it happened in the previous movies. By the way, great that they used the puppet Yoda and now the CGI Yoda. Fantastic! Oh, great! They great did call. a lot of puppet stuff. In Love this movie the puppet on yeah, yeah. purpose, and I yeah. thought it was kind of cool. You have the best graphics in the world at your disposal, and you purposely use these like plastic. Well, it's the anti George Lucas where he did everything they, CGI in the last trilogy. That's what they learned from the prequel. Yeah, that you so don't need to do it. It felt like it was a cartoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I wasn't a big. I like Star Wars. I've seen all the Star Wars kind of growing up. Um, Yoda was always my favorite. So that was the only part that the kid in me got kind out. of got out. Yeah. When Yoda first popped out, that's when, with that's when you got that touched. You probably felt the whole fucking movie. Oh, yeah. That was the only time that I felt that feeling was when Yoda popped on the screen and I just like got real giddy to myself. Yeah, that's right? when you got diddled yeah. by Star Wars. Yeah. All right. So this has been my thing with Star Wars, and every time I've seen these movies, and again, I don't know anything about the backstory. I didn't know anything about the characters or anything. I was just a casual viewer. I, I you know, turn on a TNT, and a Star Wars movie would be on. I'd like listen, watch halfway through. 
And anytime they'd go to these like rebel outposts, right? It'd be like the Star Wars cantina or whatever. They'd be at some bar and they'd walk in. The music going, two guys, two like aliens would get into a little argument. One alien would just shoot the other alien in the head. There's be whores walking all around, right? And I'd have this visceral reaction, which was maybe we need a little order. Maybe order's not bad. Right. Maybe what Darth Vader wants and maybe what the the evil empire wants right. is not essentially the wrong thing. You know, like everything, every action is, is is a reaction to what's happening, right? So maybe you have the, the galaxy in complete disarray. Of course, motherfuckers are going to come over and they're going to clamp down just like with religion, right? Everybody's going crazy out there in the Middle East a few thousand years ago right. and someone goes, hey, listen, no killing, no fucking your sister, no doing this, chop your, everybody chop, you know, foreskin off. So I think that there might be... I think there's room to argue that there might be some order needed in the galaxy. Let's put that out there and we'll discuss. And then I have something else on top of that. So this extreme freedom thing thing, might be a little too much. This is the only benefit of the first episodes one through three. Yeah. So you got to see a little bit of the insight of the Republic and what things were Mm -hmm. before the empire came in in the internal politics. Yeah. And what we learned was that it was a very imperfect system. And then you had Jedi acting out of place on their own, uh, on their own, being part of like, you know, trade negotiations. Like they were doing things that they weren't supposed to be doing. Right. And then what we had was, uh, in a time of crisis, they elected Palpatine to become the emperor temporarily, and then he obviously ran that power, killed everybody, and right. became the empire. Right. But what you learn is both sides have had their problems ruling. Right. right? right. So yeah. when you when you're talking about what you're talking about, and like especially four through six, when like. Obi-Wan and thing, and they're in the bar. That's during the Emperor's rule, technically, right? So there's they're letting certain things go. Some things are important to them than others. So like this random outpost and like, you know, they're like, we're not gonna waste our resources on that. that. That's like small potatoes. Okay. Whereas maybe the Republic is focusing too much time on that. Yeah. And trying to bring peace to these like random places. It's like Game of Thrones, right? It's like Marine, that whole thing. And then what we, we learned from this is now the and this is the kind of the ode to history that this movie has is that you have, you just had peace in the galaxy after Return of the Jedi, right? They had the Battle of Endor, and then they later, a year later, like, ended the whole wars. Now they've been ruling for, like, 30 years. The Republic. Yeah. The New Republic. They're having issues again. The First Order kind of represents Germany post-World War One, mm-hmm. right? Where they're now, right, like, they, they didn't, like, they didn't <laughs> Well, get, that was the next point I was going to make. Didn't but, but rid, long, they no. didn't get rid of the Empire. Right. They put them in the outer realm, and, like, they yeah. put certain, you know, like... Restrictions, restrictions on them against economically. Them, like, they created treaty, an environment. Treaty, and then, and then, and yeah. then now what the resistance is, is that it's a small galactic response because everyone's kind of turning a blind eye still. Right. And don't want to acknowledge their growing influence like Hitler because they don't want to get dragged into another galactic war. Right. right? So so they're they're ignoring but Leia sees the threat and has formed this small resistance to help combat it. It's a big fucking universe, man. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Okay, this makes sense. Okay, so th- and now in this these the, the 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 one that we've seen, which is episode eight. Right yes, yes. now, the empire has taken over the galaxy. We don't know. I don't think we're there yet. We don't they're know the not, extent of. what We know their they're continuing is. to grow. Yeah, and we know the resistance that was created to help is now been badly beaten and taken a loss. They now presumably have to go back to the New Republic, and Leia is going to say, "Hey, we need more help or something." So there is, we don't know where it's going to go. There from is here. still a New Republic that exists. Yes. Okay. Um, the next thing I was thinking is it's interesting that you bring up the you know the World War Two and and the whole Hitler thing because what what was looked almost as pretty obvious from episode seven when I was watching. No, it was episode eight 
no, no, seven. So that was the last Awakens. one. Yeah. yeah, Force Awakens. Uh, was that the empires of the United States of America and you know Al Qaeda or ISIS or just you know random you know Middle Eastern countries are the resistance, the rebellion. And there was a moment, did you see when the when the empires uh, has like their their little car or something like that was driving through the town? Everybody else is wearing like rags, their kind of faces covered, stuff like that. And you have random people just you know setting off an explosive in front of it. And if you even look at you even look at this one, how many suicide bombings that we have? The whole thing opens up with a suicide bombing. Yeah. Shorty takes the her plane, goes into hyperdrive, drives it right into the what is it called the uh, the, the train. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, before oh, no, that. No, 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 the, uh, the Dreadnought. The Dreadnought, right? Yeah. And there's this uh, great appreciation, and they have to run on faith. And what, that was what a could dope happen. scene, too, by It the was way. a great scene, amazing scene. I'm surprised they never did that before. But uh, there's constant suicide bombings. Like, there's all these themes that are going. Yeah. You have their undermanned, their underweapons. Yeah. Even in the last uh, battle scene, they're driving these rickety-ass little fucking— It's like an insurgency. You know, it's, mm. Right. So— it, and, and I'm starting to wonder, it's like, well, who represents who? Are, are we the empire Well, now? that's always been kind of the question a little bit. Not, I mean, obviously, like, there is a good side and a bad side, but right. there's always, like, the deeper question has always been, like, how good are the good guys? Yeah. Like, how bad and I think that's what Benicio Del Toro yeah. was trying to talk about. He's like, yeah. yo, yeah. both of y'all are shitty. Yeah. Yeah. And that little town right there, maybe that was Switzerland. Right. Hmm. Right? right, like I'm gonna be remain neutral. I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna yeah. get rich. Mm. We're gonna be Gucci. Everything's fine, but we're really pieces of shit. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I'm just saying you could apply it really to what's going on right now. Now, Kaney, you have more stake in the game in this question. What do you feel? How do you? That's <laughs> <laughs> question. No comment. I'd like to keep traveling. <laughs> but what is your guys' response to that? Do you feel like there is a a uh, I think it's always correlation between the, those two. The current you know, landscape, political landscape, you know, it's always going to reflect the times and, and that's basically what's happening now. But I, I think it can be either or. I think it's the, your perspective can, can yeah. be either or. What is, what is your perspective? It's like, well, my perspective was, it. I, I, don't, I don't think, you think I, it's still a reflection of world war two and not, I think correct, you just nat naturally yeah. assume Nazi Germany when you look at like yeah, the, the, look, I would prefer to assume that. Yeah. Right. But I think it was an episode. Uh, yeah. Episode seven. It was just like it was pretty blatantly obvious in this one one scene, you know. There you have these empire soldiers patrolling, mm -hmm. you know, right. patrolling this this foreign land that they have no business being there. Right. And then you have it was just it felt like I was watching a, a scene from what's a random uh, war movie that Same is recently. Ryan. We're not Tim Empire Ryan, something Black more Hawk recent. Oh, uh, Black Hawk Down. Or the you know the guy who disables the bombs, whatever that movie was. Yeah, Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. Yeah. It felt like I was watching a scene from that. And um, if that is the case, it's an interesting choice that Hollywood would pick that side to align the heroes with. Yeah, I just think it looks like, like global power dynamics as a whole and how like it's always very tough to tell who's right, who's right, who's wrong, who's wrong, and what's yeah. the best decision. Even if you have the purest intentions. It will be corrupted. It, you'll, you'll, something will happen where it, you have to make a hard decision that someone's going to get hurt and someone's not. Right? And you have to try and do what's best for everyone. Dude, every time they go to war, the rebels, they lose half of the people. It's right. insane. And there's no like hug or kiss goodbye yeah, or no, nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's shocking how much life is lost from the rebel yeah, side, bro. no? Yeah. And it's constant. It never ends. Constant. Just like today. It bro, there wasn't ends. even always enough a for a full court game at the end of the movie. There was like nine of them inside, <laughs> the, inside the cave. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. They couldn't run fives. They couldn't run fives. <laughs> Ooh, heavy. Why? Do, and it's weird. You don't care about life in this world. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. I, I thought about that this time, watching it this time. Like, this is like a 
his movie, kind of. Yeah. Like a lot of people died. A lot it's of death. Yeah. Tons they don't of really death. show it ever. Though. They don't have. That's the, that's how. That's it is how you maintain the PG thirteen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not like you see all this stuff dying, but then they don't ever show it, so you don't care. Yeah. And I've thought about it for like that's kind of weird that we assume like. What makes care. us yeah. care? Yeah, what makes us care? Seeing it actually makes us care. It's 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 more than seeing the person get killed. It's seeing it after. It's seeing the, the body impact. dead. Sure. Like right, all, all this movie was like playing Mind Hunter. Right. You start out, you have a bunch of squares, and then one battle. Now there's half the squares. Another battle. Now there's a quarter. Another battle. Keep going. Well, part of that is for the rating. I totally agree. Right, yeah, it's yeah. got to be PG thirteen, so they can't show those. Things. But it's also nicer to watch because it's want, not heavy. You don't want to see it. Yo, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I want to have fun in this world. No, not Star Wars. I agree. I agree. I'm not. That's not what I'm signing up for. I just want them to float away and I'm then eventually you. find a planet and then they'll right. do something else. But they're dead. Yeah. Like yeah. we saw thousands of people die in yeah. this episode. Yeah. Like every one of those carriers that was going to the yeah. planet that got yeah. blown up. That's oh, yeah. what, a few hundred people. Yeah. 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 How is this PG-13? This is a holocaust. We just watched. What? This is monstrous, dude. It's a galactic war, man. You know, you know, there's gonna be casualties. I don't know, man. <laughs> Oof. That's fine. We lost a whole wing to the Empire spaceship. We, gotta, we sparked a light, though. We got to start the new resistance. Saying that's 20,000 people? Yeah, man. I wonder what the official body count is. Son, how many people died in Hiroshima? I don't know. Oh, man. I don't know. It's a lot. I mean, I get it. We get where you're going with Oof, It's heavy now. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't the movie right. feel heavy? Let's move on. Yeah, this just took Let's a turn. So I have another uh, bullshit gripe. Yeah. So at the beginning, Kylo Ren, first time he speaks, he has the mask on. Yeah. Yeah. His voice sounds exactly like Kanye's voice at the end of Runaway, where he just starts just like yeah. humming for like eight minutes for no reason. That was exactly it. And I was kind of hoping I'd get that voice for like at least half the movie. Yo, but I like that. But he takes the mask off and it's gone for the rest of the movie. I yeah, like why that. Why is he... that bullshit though? Yo, basically, Kylo. Oh, you're saying it's a bullshit gripe. It's not really a real gripe. It's one you're upset with. Yeah, it's not a real gripe. Kanye's... Yeah. I want to hear. Yeah, okay. I, I like that Kylo Ren is basically a Darth Vader fanboy, and he's like cosplaying. He like built this mask, and it's like <laughs> it's like old school. He's like paying homage to like what this used to represent. And then Snoke is like, take that shit off. What the fuck? Well, the irony is Snoke is walking around so fucking ugly. He's yeah. got a hole yeah. in the side of his face. Yeah. One one of his eyes is just swollen, bulbous, and he's like, we're not face covering yeah, yeah. here, guys. Well, this the, is what we if look. One like. person was yeah. gonna cover their face. It would be fucking oh, me. Oh, you have a scar. I want that scene. Oh, does your scar look bad? Yeah, have yeah. you seen my mouth? There's a hole. I can't eat anything. It falls out the side of my face. Yeah. What the, the irony? The irony is that Vader hated wearing that mask. That was a big thing. Yeah, he, he had to wear it. But why would he wear it? He would wear it because he had to. To uh, and he would spend time that. meditating to heal his lungs, so he wouldn't have to wear it. How do you know this about him? Are you <laughs> his fucking diary? <laughs> what the hell is going on here? No, so... Was that in the Vader diaries? Am I missing the scene with a quill? A quill by itself is just writing and Vader's in a corner like this, you get weeping? Bored, you get bored. There's random things on the internet you can look up. Let me tell you like, something. I it, will never be so bored that I'm going to research <laughs> that you would look Vader up diaries. What is Vader's breathing yeah. techniques. What does Vader do in his free time? Yeah, yeah. That was the thing. That you was, Googled was, it? Yeah. Who and who who is allowed to contribute? Is it Wikipedia? Can we go write something about well, Vader? It's called, called Wookipedia. <laughs> Whoa, what's oh it called? God. Wookiepedia. Wookiepedia. No. No, like a Wookiee. Like, no, I mean oh, like, like who is allowed to contribute to the universe? Can we make something up about Vader's well, private life? And then the it becomes part of it? Well, Who's yeah, grandfather? That's why the canon got controlled by Disney because they were like, wait, this is all over the place. Yeah, like basically it became too many like, things yeah. Have you yeah. ever gone to any Star Wars convention things? No. Yo, I'm about to piss my pants. I'll be right back. I got to Uh why haven't you? 
Because you seem like so unprofessional. What? (laughs) (laughs) Why haven't you gone one of these things? Uh, yo, man, because like I don't really want to like interact with people. It's like a personal relationship I have with Star Wars. I don't need to see people to talk about it. Gotcha. People build their own like lightsaber and stuff. You could buy like a custom lightsaber. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't care about that. You don't want to be associated. I don't want to be like see people. Like what are we gonna do? Like we're just talk about this shit. You don't want to be associated with this level of nerd. You want to secretly be a nerd about this. Yeah, I just don't see the. I just don't. But you can have these nuanced conversations that you might really enjoy. I feel like you might. I'd rather just have them in my head. Like I knew you were a Star Wars guy coming into this. I didn't know it was this level. Yeah. So it's uh, it sounds like it was. You you speak on it on a on a level that um, how do I say it's it's more intellectual than (laughs) dork. Yeah. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean? Like, no, Yo, like you really sure. understand backstory, you understand character arc, and and it's Yo, something that interests me. It's it's something that I, I you don't have to defend it. What I'm right. saying, it's the no, greatest I, movie franchise in history. Yeah. Clearly, there's something going on here that's right, and people yeah. are into. Yeah. What I'm saying is, you might find joy talking to other people who know just as much about it as you, instead of explaining it to you know a couple mooks over here. Yo, another question yeah. for you: Who's Chrome Dome? So you know any uh, Brienne of fucking Tarth? Yeah, that's who it is. Wait, what? Yeah, that's Brienne of Tarth. The Chrome actor Dome you're saying? Yeah. Brienne of Tarth. Yeah, yeah. you're I mean, asking who the actress her. was? No, I just like who is that? Like, oh, they peeled off the. She's like the stormtrooper command. I don't know. She what was in. The, she was in seven too, yeah, right? Seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah it goes they, back. Sorry, go ahead. They they lingered on the eye for a while. So it's like, am I supposed to know who this is? Brienne of Tarth. Brienne of Tarth. Amazing. Also, did you know that Justin the mother of the prince that was promised, Lisa Aaron? Robin, Robin's the prince that was promised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? the mom, Lisa Aaron was in it. She was at the. She's the in desk. the very. She's in the first five minutes. So, do you know movie. how many how many real actors that you don't even like? Prince Harry is in this one. Daniel Craig isn't he? Daniel Craig Trooper? was in the last one. Wait a minute, Prince you know? Harry? Yeah, who is he? He's one of the stormtroopers. He's a ran, the random stormtroopers. They just grab people and they put the helmet on. And you know, in the last one, you remember when Ray is prisoned and she finds the force for the first time and she tells the stormtrooper, "You're gonna unlock these cuffs and and drop your weapon and walk out or whatever she no, says." No, but keep going. You don't remember that? <laughs> Not no. really, and the stormtrooper yeah. laughs at first. Yeah, and then she yeah, says, yeah, yeah. "She says it again," and the stormtrooper does. That's Daniel Craig. So he just wanted to be in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yo, the guy, the master coder breaker guy that they yeah, went Justin to Thoreau. Get. That's Justin Thoreau. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Pointed that out. That yeah, was yeah, Justin yeah, Thoreau. Yeah. No words. He little, just like, little help on the look. hairline. I'm just gonna look. Little help on the hairline, yeah, Justin. I, I noticed that. Shout out to him. I didn't know that was Brandon Tarth. Yo, it was Brandon. There's okay. a lot of in who else? Where, where, what are the other cameos that I might have missed? Uh, it's like Simon Pegg is in the first one. He's one of the um, in the desert. There's a whole list. Yeah. You could look it up. I mean, there's it's like a lot of different people. Who invents the animals? That's such a clever job. That's like, a, you know, those are toys. Yeah, those are toys. But so is. Oh, they all exist. Every one of these animals. No, no those they're going ice. to be toys now. Yeah, they're no, going to be in fucking. Yeah, they yet. exist. Yeah, they go deep with the toy. Like, there's people who collect like the ice dogs. Like those. Yeah, yeah those yeah. already existed. Yeah. No. Uh. No. No. My those point is introduced. like there is a team, right? And it's their sole job to yeah. invent the animals toys, for yes. this universe. Correct. Yeah. To invent well, that will be toys or yeah, whatever, yes. but they're inventing animals for the universe. What a cool job! If that's Great what job. you, I mean, just in, think of the craziest fish yeah. person and then yeah. put them together. The nuns. I love the nuns. They nailed the poor the nuns. The what caretakers was... of the Jedi. Well, I call them nuns. The ones that Ray <laughs> kept. But yeah, the Brianna Tarth character is just a toy. Like they just needed a Boba Fett style, like cool looking stormtrooper that's different than the rest. Correct. Very good. It was Boba Fett style. But zero substance in terms of that character. You just, she just dies and you're like, oh, okay. Okay. So driver's the best and that's it. 
Here's here's a question I have. This not about this one. It's about a past. Um, it's about a past Star Wars. Since I have some Star Wars fiends here, Marco is like about to rewrite the book of Star. Like, he's about <laughs> well, to teach I've a read class. Some of the literature. I've okay, read some of the literature. so here the literature. Yeah. Piece yeah. of shit. The, the so, legacy of the Force series. I read, I read most of those books. Okay, in the last in in the uh, one through three. Yeah. There's a character which is uh, what's his name, the goofy one, Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. And I I saw this random YouTube clip where it said that Jar Jar Binks is the other Sith Lord. No, is the ultimate Sith Lord. He's or like is the, the ultimate yeah. Sith Lord. Yeah. That now this is a uh, you know an internet rumor. Maybe you guys could offer some more clarity to this. What I'm trying to say. One is it true, and what is there to to back it up? No. I don't think it's true, but I love that it, it's like a conspiracy. Can, like, break yeah. down the conspiracy though for everybody's listening. I don't know listening. about it. That really. There's a video online. This guy breaks it down. Basically, he's like playing the like drunken idiot the whole time. Yeah. But really, he's like the ultimate Sith Lord, like the master manipulator behind the entire. Uh, I'm gonna get the video. Board. I'm yeah. gonna get the video. We we can watch, but keep on going. It's it's crazy. Like a lot of stuff lines up. Like they go to like specific scenes, and like when he's in fights, he just manages to like kill a bunch of people by like doing like. Random shit. Yeah. 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 No, um, I don't know. I like that there's like, it's definitely not what was intended yeah, for the it's character. Not it's not intended. But for the most hated character, probably in anything ever, it's him. It's him. Yeah. And the fact that they could find like a cool take on why he was. something. Yeah. So I like that. I like that that's they're, like a they're thing. They're grasping at straws. You really don't think there's no, anything to no. it? I, I know there's not. How? Have you seen the video? No. I'm going to get it up right now. After the video, Marco's going to be like, oh, shit. He's immediately after. No, he's definitely a Sith Lord. Are we going to watch this on the podcast? It's always the same voice on these videos, if you notice. So it's like, it's like one guy, he's like, I've been doing a lot of thinking about Jar Jar Binks. So here it is. This is the most powerful Sith Master in the universe. First of all, Jar Jar executes a 20-foot twisting somersault through the air that if performed by any other character, you would assume they were either a Jedi or a Sith. As we know, the Jedi themselves are inspired by Shaolin monks. And a convincing <laughs> theory a is that Jar Jar is based off of another traditional no, martial arts it, discipline called Z Quan. Jar Jar almost single-handedly takes out half a droid army using moves clearly taught in Z Quan. Zequan, or Drunken Fist, uses stumbling and staggering as body momentum to be deceptive, unpredictable, and to confuse opponents. And Jar Jar mysteriously is extremely efficient in killing every single time that he is in danger. And as Obi-Wan told us, there is no such thing as luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. In another scene, Jar Jar seems to fall from a bridge, although we have seen this done on purpose before by Jedi. And Jar Jar also falls in a completely different place than where he was dangling from. We can prove this because droids can be seen shooting at his original location, and their heads even follow him jump to the other side. Jar Jar could have used a force jump, as we've seen multiple times before by Jedi. Jar Jar is also seen using sleight of hand movements and Jedi mind tricks during key plot points to influence the plot and change people's minds. He even uses them when he is promoted to general, when he's promoted to senator, and while he's persuading an entire galactic senate. Along with using the Force via sleight of hand, Jar Jar is also seen in multiple scenes using Jedi mind control to influence what people say, therefore changing the outcome of important events. Queen wishes it. She's curious about the oh, planet. Look at his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Why would his mouth be moving, fam? I saw no, it on the wide. Not with the voice uh, that's coming out. Jar Jar's own species are deathly afraid of him. Seems like less of a reaction to seeing the village idiot and more of a reaction to seeing somebody that you should be very afraid of. Jar Jar mocks Qui-Gon's ability to use the Force, perhaps because Qui-Gon's Force abilities pale in comparison of his own. The Force will guide us. If you were wondering why a Sith Master would act like an idiot like Jar Jar does, it's clear that he is just fooling the Jedi so he can manipulate them into trusting him. You hear that? Yeah. Uh, clumsy. You were banished because you were clumsy. He even pretends to be scared in a deleted scene where his ship is going to fall over a waterfall, even though he can jump 20 feet through the air and he can swim and breathe underwater. Jar Jar also mocks Qui-Gon behind his back and in front of Anakin, teaching Anakin early to disrespect Jedi authority. Jar Jar tells Anakin, an eight-year-old boy, that Padme is hot, fanning the flames for Anakin's infatuation for Padme Definitely that is exploited later. <laughs> Jar Jar also talks to and is very interested in Padme, even before it is revealed that Padme is the real queen. Jar Jar also influences Padme's decision-making when she's at her most uncertain. We said got a grand army. I've decided to go back to Naboo. Jar Jar senses that the Jedi are coming without any warnings. He could not have known in any way that they were coming. And he even walks up to the elevator seconds before the Jedi arrive, then pretends to be surprised to see them. When they're escaping Naboo, Jar Jar is the one who sabotages the hyperdrive, which forces them to land on Tatooine in the first place where they meet Anakin. Not to mention Jar Jar is the reason they keep running into Anakin. Jar Jar is seen suspiciously fiddling around in the back of the ship moments before the hyperdrive mysteriously breaks. R2-D2 even notices he was doing something suspicious, so he gives him a well-deserved smack before he is forced to leave in the elevator to fix the ship's shield generator. In fact, every drone Jar Jar... <laughs> Anything? No. Oh, Nothing to it. I, I mean, it's cool and creative how he did it. I'll give him that. But, like, there's no way that that's the intent. It's a dude with a lot of time on his hands, but I think it's fun. I think it's fun. It's funny. Yeah. It's not to be taken seriously, but I like that it exists yeah. as a theory. It's definitely creative. I'll give him that. But you don't think there's any truth for it whatsoever? No. I don't so think George, I don't think George Lucas was. I thought there's always two Sith Lords. It was. Palpatine was always the, was always the main. And then who's the second? And then there was Darth Maul. And then there was Count Dooku. And then there was Anakin. Wait a minute. What are you saying no to? Nothing. I'm just like. He's talking to the mic. I can't even remember the names of this movie. What was her name? The pretty girl? Huh? And the black guy? What was his name? There's a Jedi that was turned. Who Anakin kills in the third one. All right. Damn. You watch it. I don't know what to tell you, man. Damn. All right. Well, anything else? I think we should do Bright by itself. We had a great long conversation about this. Let's do Bright by itself. No? That's fine. That's fine. I think, how long is this one? Yeah, we got a full epi. Let's stretch this shit out, baby. Um, Listen, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Western Bros. Make sure you uh, like, comment, subscribe, tell your friends about it, tell the world. Um, Again, if you have any hookups in the theaters in New York City area, um, any ideas of shows, films that you want us to check out and review, always send those to us. Um, I'm going to let the guys give them that you're... Uh, 
your Instagram so you could slide up in it. Yeah, at Jack Leary, at J Lirius on Twitter. I got five passports on. <laughs> you still haven't changed? Did you change it in one night? <laughs> he hasn't changed it. And Marco, nothing? Nothing. Nothing. Mine's Andrew Schultz. Uh, make sure you hit us up. Thank you guys so much for listening. Keep subscribing and uh, keep spreading the words. This has been another episode of Westeros. What are we doing real quick just for the future so we can let people... Oh, we're going to do Bright. We real got quick. rom-com. Real quick. We're going to do Bright. So make sure if you haven't seen Bright on Netflix with Will Smith and Joel Edgerton, make sure you see that immediately. So we're going to review Bright. That's going to come up as well. Trash. Um, Sorry. What's that? Trash. You are so off with that. I you are it. so off. It was so good. We'll get into it. I don't want to ruin it all right now. But uh, we're going to do Bright. I like that we already have some divisiveness. Um, we also have, if you haven't listened already, we did uh, Stranger Things. We did a live binge of that. That was wild. And um, we have, uh, what's it called? What did we do yesterday? Oh, yeah. We did uh, season four of Black Mirror. So coming up, we're going to do which movies? Which uh, We got Valentine's Day special. We got the Valentine's Day special. We're going to see a movie called About Time and maybe a couple others. So we're each going to pick our own. Okay, right. we each put it over maybe and yeah. maybe watch it, but start with about time. Check that out because that's definitely going to be part of it. And then in the coming days, we'll let you guys know which other ones to watch. Uh, Black Panther comes out. Yep, Black Panther. We'll go check that one out for sure. See if my theory is is true. Everybody's giving me a lot of shit about a lot it. of shit, a lot of shit. You gotta check it. yourself, man. A lot of shit about it. You can't Not have an opinion. Can't have an opinion. Listen, his fucking superpower sucks. You saw it in the preview hey, today. Hey. His stupid nails come. Ooh, I'm scared now. This guy, this guy has a manicure. Hey. What is he gonna do to me? By the way, yeah. by the way, you know, I think he's got more than that. He literally goes, ching. Okay, you bad bitch. What are you gonna do? Snap, doubling, snap your fingers and be sassy with your dude. long nails. You're Fuck doubling here. down on the black hand <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, Yo, you know who's doing like the soundtrack, Kendrick. right? Who? Kendrick. Yeah, he did the whole soundtrack. He's curating the soundtrack. Right, so I'll watch with my eyes closed. Look, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Yo, I promise you, you're going to love that fucking movie. I know, I'll probably um, love the movie, but his superpower is still trash. Go I mean, looking forward, we got we got Westworld. Oh, Westworld, but yeah. What else? We uh, got... Do you guys want to do I like want, an Oscar? Like once all... Yeah, should, I think that should do an award season, like... Yeah. Absolutely yeah, not. Pick something up. How, we, we, you know, we won't watch any of those movies, bro. I got all the screeners. I've seen like... I'm not watching I've, any I've of them. most of them. No, I think, it'd be, I think it could be cool to pick a random movie and then all of us watch it because we could trash the fuck out of it. Yeah, okay. But have the people that are watching with us go through that experience as well. Sure. So we'll pick a movie, make sure that... Um, and that's why you guys got to follow us on Instagram and that kind of stuff because we're going to tell you guys what we're going to end up watching. Um... What else? Anything else? I think Dark, people are saying Dark on Netflix is really oh, yeah, good. Maybe we'll check. We'll see if it's good. What y'all think about that? Interest? Yeah. I'm interested in it. If it's good. I'll watch an episode or two and see. Okay. Anything else? Any other TV shows and uh, movies yo, up that we got to talk about? I don't know people? if it's a movie we're going to review because it doesn't really make sense, but y'all mad hype for Sicario too. Oh, Sicario too, absolutely. Yeah. Love Benicio. Oh, Let's my go. God. Wesser yo, Benice. Unhinged. Um, the handcuffs off. Oh, yeah. Let him, let him rock. No stutter. Yeah, that was a weird little character choice. I loved it. I I loved. I it. didn't love the starter. If you want to harp on, it, it seemed I, like he didn't even commit to it. It was like twice. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, That's yeah. Weird. It was. It came at random time. Well, it yeah. starts the sentence. The stutter. Oh, does it? It oh, starts. Then it gets. I just think it's cool when characters make choices. You know, and like he he wanted like Benicio's great at like stealing a scene, not stealing, oh, yeah. but like he's great at just being the most yeah. interesting thing about a scene. He's he just takes his time with the, the lines. It's really special. So like I always think about when I'm doing a character, like what can I do? What kind of ticks can I have? What can I it doesn't have to be that severe, but just something yeah. to give him a little something extra. And um yeah, it was just cool that he would he would do that with that character. It's fucking amazing. Anyway, uh is that it guys? Are we done? Yep. Let's get Yo, some food. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Westerbro. Spread the word. Peace. Oh, real quick, Alex, 
Alex Media. Make sure you follow Alex on Instagram. Follow him on Twitter. He's posts all clips from the shows. He does his own stuff on there that I don't know because I don't follow him. But y'all should <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I follow. Uh, make sure you follow him. Alex Media. It's two X's. A L E X X Media. All right. Peace.